All right, and we are live. Once again, I am your host, Eric, and joining me this evening, the great and wonderful Tatiana Morose. How's it going? Very well. I'm so happy to be here with you. Same here. It's been a while since uh, I've had you on the show and everything, and uh, it's like... I know she was recording her uh, latest album and everything. I'll have to hit her up after she's got it released. Well, I've been kind of like a little bit in hiding since um, <laughs> since I started the album and, you know, then COVID happened and I moved and a lot of stuff has been going on. But yes, now I'm coming out of hiding and I'm going to be <laughs> uh, talking about my new record. Yes, please do. And uh, I also noticed that you had joined the TikTok along with us uh, other hip kids over there. I don't really want to talk about my TikTok. Uh, no, oh. I, I started TikTok. I don't know. Like, I feel like it's just another way to subscribe to like the machine. Um, I don't know. People like oh, yeah. TikTok. I guess like it's kind of addictive or whatever. Um, I'm gonna try it out. I mean, it's always nice to make new fans, but I, I'm always a little reticent with those platforms because I feel like how much are they going to allow people of our political persuasion to truly grow in those environments. Oh, like not at all. Not at all. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so I've already like, had a couple I, of my TikToks I, taken down over there. It's it, yeah, it's, it gets pretty oppressive really quick. You know, it's run by the Chinese. So what else can we expect? Oh, well, I mean, I, I don't think much, but anyway, uh, I guess it's fun for some people. I, I get it. Um, so, yeah. yeah. You know, whatever gets the word out. Yep. As long it's like other uh, social media sites, it, it is whatever you make of it. It's like Twitter is a is an open sewer with uh, several dumpster fires going on at the same time. But, you know, if you're in there having fun with your friends, you know, it makes it OK. I mean, I guess I think it's just a matter of like going somewhere where there's just limited growth. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And and figuring out is your effort better served um, serving that other platform or trying to do something on your own? I mean, there's. There are these alternatives, but I don't think that they get as much reach. That's for sure. And I think that's what everybody wants is the eyeballs. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So you had your, uh, your new album come out. Uh, no, I got to hear a couple. Oh, it's not out no. yet. No, it's not out yet. I hope you're not playing it for anybody. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like not in promos or anything. Just like get me in trouble. Uh, yeah, no, it's not out yet. Um, so we're having, so the album is called love songs for idiots. It's my fourth. Um, Great title, uh, by the way. I'm putting out, thank you. Uh, I think it's pretty funny. And so it's my fourth album. I'm putting it out. Um, and um, the first single is coming out August 12th, called "Keep Your Chin Up." Then the okay. next single will be out um, in September, and then the album will be out in August. So it'll be two singles, and then an album, and then. So this weekend, I'm having a top secret. Uh, cool kid club party here in Miami. Um, I'm organizing these like a salon series where it's invitation only. And it's a little, I don't know, I think a little bit nicer than the average event, uh, you know, just yeah. like a radio or something like that. So I'll be performing some music and I'll be debuting some of the artwork that I'm putting together for the record and nice. I'll be doing some NFTs. So I'll be announcing that stuff. Ah, yes. The good old NFTs. Uh, I've had a, another NFT artist on here, uh, Full Metal Magdalene, and she had a whole bunch of crypto art and everything. And it's, uh, her stuff blew up pretty big. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's always kind of interesting. I, I tried getting into it and I was like, I'm, you know, I can, I'm an artist. I can draw. And I, I start doing it and get up there and put it up on OpenSea. And then it's like no takers. So I was like, okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. But it's not, that's not what it's about either. Like even something like that, I guess is a little bit biased. Right. I mean, yeah. 
I don't think that the people on OpenSea are always buying. I mean, I'm not an expert on OpenSea, but I don't think that people are only buying because they like the artwork. I think they're buying because something is hyped up and they think it'll have a resale value. So yeah. I think that once there's a lot more people making art, it won't be as annoying. You know what I mean? Because I, I think that will be that's like a thing that happens with musicians. They get into crypto and, you know, they hear about different NFTs. And I think that their expectations are really high. And I don't want people to get discouraged. Um, so just because, yeah. you know, sold some art on there or didn't sell some art on there doesn't mean <laughs> that your value is fully associated with that. Because it's a pretty undeveloped market. But I think it's really fun to experiment with. And uh, definitely, and you never know. Maybe you'll maybe you'll find um, a patron that will be a big fan. So keep trying. Yeah, I just got to keep get getting after it. It's uh, unfortunately I'm riddled with ADHD. So like actually sitting down with the graphics tablet and like starting to paint and everything, and then go back over and do the layers. And I'm like, okay, bored with this. I want to go do something else. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you need to develop discipline. That's how it works, right? Like with any <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. I'm not, I'm not the most disciplined uh, person. I admire people who, who practice often. And I think that's an important yeah. thing to be able to do. I think that you should learn that early on. You know, discipline is like, I'm not a big fan of the military because, you know, I'm not a fan of, of war. Uh, I exactly. support people. Like, I don't want uh, the troops to get killed or anything like that. Um, but anyway, they always have a lot of discipline though. If you try and hire people, military people are really great. They've been really put through the ringer. And I think not enough people go through that. You know, you just go to college, yeah. drinking beers. Nobody's holding you accountable. <laughs> the army, like, you better make that bed. Bounce a quarter off of it. Yeah, I was I was in the army in the in 1998 and uh, there was a big old sign on the wall and it said, uh, integrity uh, is doing the right thing even when no one is watching. Or you'll learn it in the tire pit. Ah, uh, well, wait, what's the tire pit? <laughs> oh, that's just a pit with uh, a bunch of tires on both sides, and then you have to low crawl through the thing because there's barbed wire across the top, and it sucks. It's not It's not fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if people want to do that, that's cool. Like, I never understood why women were, like, try trying to get in there. I'm like, why? That doesn't seem fun. I'm like, get back to the kitchen. No, sorry. That's <laughs> not a good joke. <laughs> yes, there we go. The misogyny we're all looking for. <laughs> No, I'm just saying, like, why the hell would you want to go around shooting people, like, rolling around the dirt? It just seems like there's a lot of other things that seem much nicer. But I don't know. I have a friend. She she joined the military, and she was really proud of her service. I actually have a few different female military friends, and uh, and they really seem to have found a lot of uh, value in, in serving in that regard, which surprises me because they're both freedom-oriented, and I'm like, eh, it's the U.S. always spreading freedom. No, not really. So, no. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of that hijack of your personal desire to protect your family and your property and everything. And they just kind of ramp that up to for their own ends. So, yeah, yeah they get all kinds of little books on psychology and breaking uh, people down and then building them back up again. It's a it's it's a whole industry just by itself. Well, even I was just thinking about like traditionally how musical artists were anti-war especially the ones that i took inspiration from in the 60s and 70s and now because there's so much polarization especially in the music industry i wonder if you could say that i mean we'll find out right <laughs> with my right. album but you know like uh can you can you really say that you're anti-war is that contentious now um 
it used to be that you would maybe offend right wingers, but now I'm like, I don't know, are some left wing people now going to get all mad for some reason because you're maybe perceived to be against the uh, uh, Ukrainian war? It's just like, I don't know, all war. Yeah. Like, hmm, let's rethink this. <laughs> that, that's my position. Uh, I guess yeah, it, I, it's I been weird now for, for artists. I would think that that's just most people would want to be uh, less inclined to go and kill people. Yeah. It's and been kind of weird that. the last couple of weeks because we've seen people go overboard with putting Ukrainian flags in their uh, profiles. Uh, they've swapped that out today for the Taiwanese flag, you know, because, you know, now we're all going up against China. <laughs> and uh, it was like, nice oh, they like left though. Like if she, you know, just once I would like one of the bad guys to gain and get like some kind of penalty for being themselves. Like it's always just some, Poor slobs from the countryside. They're always yeah. getting up. Like if Nancy Pelosi has to be the one that's, you know, the the Franz Ferdinand or whatever that guy's name <laughs> was. Like, you know. Yeah, the Archduke Franz Ferdinand. She's had a long life. And I'm not saying that we need to go to any kind of war. But it's usually just the civilians that are paying the price. Yeah. And she's made a lot of money off of her activities. So Yes, the Nancy Pelosi stock tracker. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm not buying this. Imagine if she really, like, got killed. They're like, oh, we're going to have a military action. Just imagine the size of the fireball from how alcohol-soaked she is. That would be impressive. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I just, you know, you never see anybody in power getting it. Except for that Abe guy, the the, the J Japanese. I'm not advocating for, like, any kind of... <laughs> Yeah, that was that was kind of like a weird assassination attempt. The guy had like a, a homemade pipe gun, and it had like an explosion and everything. And we're like, why did he do this? And then you kind of look into it, and he's like, oh well, he supported this guy back then. And it's like, all right, something doesn't well, add I up don't here. Even but no, I just I, I just felt like, uh, you know, all joking aside, I think you know, being assassinated is a is a pretty bad way to go. Yeah. Well, like if Pelosi's got to go down in a flame, flamey, you know, like they shoot her down. I mean, they warned her. She just didn't want to listen, you know? <laughs> yeah, somebody had uh, had posted this gif of uh, Homelander from the show The Boys. It was like mm -hmm. when China's reaction when America starts cheering for them shooting down Nancy Pelosi's plane. And Homelander's kind of looking like he's a little confused why the crowd just cheered him on, like blowing a guy up. <laughs> it's like, okay, hey, Wait, guys. Pelosi is in a TV show and she's getting blown up there too? I'm confused. <clears throat> oh no someone posted a gif of homelander oh. from the show the boys after he had like splattered the guts of some guy on the show oh. and he was like oh i just was violent in front of people and nobody knows this about me but everyone started cheering for him so he's kind of got this look on his face like uh yay <laughs> okay well i'll have to check it out i don't know i haven't seen that show yet so maybe you have to uh, very it. violent you probably wouldn't like it it's okay yeah no then i'm gonna i'm gonna pass yeah, I've been thinking a lot about violence lately, and, um, you know, yeah, I'm not, I, I think, like, maybe less is, is, is more in that case, right? Like, yeah. I feel, you know, I don't really want to see any scary shows. I did, like, Stranger Things. Um, yeah. Did not care for the CERN experiment that happened, like, right around when that happened, because it was very scary, yeah. and I feel like maybe we should leave the portals alone. Um, Probably just a little bit. 
just saying like leave the particles be you know we don't need to find any more god particles let them kind of do their thing i don't feel like they, they need our interaction um and like oh i live i live down the road from the livingston uh gravitational wave center where they discovered uh gravitational waves that's right out there in livingston parish louisiana <laughs> so wait did you get any of those weird skies because like i just moved to to miami and you know sometimes you like wake up at night and you like watch some weird videos and you're like oh this is weird <laughs> and so i've been watching a bunch of certain stuff and so one night i'm going to bed and uh and the the storm is out i don't know if you saw my riveting tweet showing this thunderstorm <laughs> but it was just like thunder i'm sorry no thunder just lightning and so i thought maybe i was um a victim of a portal to hell but apparently florida's <laughs> always just really in touch with the with the hades and it had all sorts of lightning it's the lightning capital of america so um yeah. there were those really weird skies because that of course green. it is yeah <laughs> So, well, okay, so they have these weird skies, like green and strange colors and stuff. Did you have anything like that recently happening? Yeah, in, in Louisiana, when we get thunderstorms and everything, they can be pretty hellacious. We actually had a pretty good one this morning, and I went outside. It was like the that sky was like that kind of pukey color green. And it was like, oh, man, it's going to be dumping on us all day today. <laughs> okay, but it's not like weird scary movie green makes it to telegram in video chats for like doomsday preppers not that okay i got it sorry yeah it, it's not that bad i mean sometimes you'll, you'll be looking out there it's like oh man there's something bad's about to happen which it, we're kind of used to it but like you said you had just moved to miami so you're not exactly up on the how the south rolls with uh, with thunderstorms and everything so it no i yeah, mean it i could just look pretty scary it was to hell i mean you know <laughs> just considering how things have been going that was my assumption imagine my surprise when they're like oh no this is actually just a regular uh thing that happens here so I, I i was a little bit disappointed i'm not gonna lie all right you heard it here folks uh, folks uh <laughs> miami portal to hell we all know it now so <laughs> no miami's been great um i've been having a lot of you know moving troubles and you know trying to get things done uh in time for the party i had a dining room table smashed into a million pieces oh no so all good insurance guys yes <laughs> um, please learn that the hard way <laughs> yeah vpp doesn't cost that much definitely get it yeah. it's worth it uh yeah i don't know what that is but anyway it was uh valuable okay. property insurance yeah oh, it's okay. very good well then it should be vpi and not vpp in my opinion you know what? You're right. Should be. <laughs> anyway, you know, none of these things make sense. But back to the record. So, yeah, Love Songs Radiates, it's going to be cool. Um, it, You know, I have a lot of records that are all about, um, I don't know, just like politics or crypto stuff. And yeah. I'm just a little bit over it. You know, there's a lot of people that are, I don't know, like people are chasing Lambos. And that's cool. And technology is great, yeah. but I don't know if you're familiar with Carrie Wedler, um, but Carrie Wedler. Oh, yes. Yeah, we've had Carrie on the show here. She's, she's fantastic. I love her. Oh, great. Well, something that, you know, she and I talk about a lot is about emotional growth and kind of dealing with your trauma and just kind of getting in touch with yourself and about how that really dictates your ability have an impact on the world, right? Yeah. Um, if you've been in the activism scene for a long time, there's a lot of people that are full of crap. 
and it's very annoying because they don't really practice what they preach and even simple um i guess moral codes are not always observed and so i don't know i think that uh that people could use a little bit of inter uh like in introspection introspection yes. yeah and uh and i think that love is uh love is very very powerful and that sounds cheesy and it's something that's kind of hard to believe in but i think it is really all around us and our job is to try and lean into that versus the fear so i yeah, mean i always I find it's easier love you know romantic love is important um but all kinds i guess are, are good to cultivate right and uh yeah I don't know. Everybody wants to kill each other after the past two years. So <laughs> make love, not war, homie. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, just in my case, like the last two years been rough on me and everything, but you know, I come home and I see my little girl's face, uh, and it's like all of that melts away. It just makes things a little bit easier. And you know, that's, you know, kind of like, you know, smushy dad stuff, but at the same time, it's like, I, I can verify that I've witnessed, you know, love is just easier that way. Well, it's really important to like for, for kids to have, um, I think both parents involved, uh, even if you may not be able to get along and, and be the right match for the mom. I mean, having uh, both parents involved whenever possible, I think is, is really great. So I'm glad that you're able to spend some time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, you know, it doesn't make things easy, you know, going through the divorce and everything. But uh, at the same time, it's like, okay, we'll just we'll set aside our personal little issues and, you know, just you know, take care of the kids while we can, you know, cause sooner, sooner than you can believe it, they'll, they'll be grown up and out of the house. And then you're like, Oh wait, where did all that time go? Well, I think everybody kind of went through it with COVID too, in terms of relationships. And I think people yeah. were thinking, okay, I mean, first of all, there's a divergence of reality, right? Um, Big time. And unfortunately I think some couples just, didn't see eye to eye, you know? Um, like I had somebody, a friend of mine, who's uh, the mother of his uh, child, had the child vaccinated against the parent's will, like the other parent. Mm -hmm. And just that challenge alone, I mean, that's really, really difficult. And it's a real betrayal if you don't honor what your partner wants to do. So that's, I don't know. Pick your baby mom as well, gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, de definitely the last two years exposed a lot of people and how they truly feel and think. Yeah, and I mean, I get it. People have been very afraid. But, I mean, do people get another chance? Like, I'll give you an example. So, I live in a building and they gave me some fines because I didn't wear a mask twice. They gave me two fines. Don't get me started. And the other day I was hanging out with a guy who, who gave me the fines and we're just talking, you know, waiting for some delivery thing to come in. And he's like, you know, I don't know if you remember, but I gave you those fines. And I'm like, yeah, I do. He's like, he's like, you know, I felt really bad about that. And he's like, I had to give out 44 fines that day. He's like, and I really, really felt bad. He's like, and I had to, you know, but I had to do it because it was my job. And normally, oh, I would feel, Nazi, you know, yeah. but, but that was not what was needed at the time. Right. And, and it's true. Those rule followers are exactly why 
we have the problem. Everybody has a personal responsibility to say yeah. no and to push back. Yeah. But people make those mistakes and they don't have the strength and they have different reasons why. And maybe they just don't even agree. Maybe they think the masks are great. But yeah. what I found cool about that conversation was that he said sorry. And I was like, hey, you know, that's how it goes. And I think maybe next time that he's asked to do something like that, he may have the strength to say no. And so I'm not yeah. sure that we could be so rigid with this stuff. I think we should try and be a little bit more compassionate. Um, because the the goal of all of this, I think, is to make us all hate each other and and have a big fight. And I don't think that's helping anybody. That you is know? definitely true. Uh, I can tell you from personal experience, talking to some people, they uh, say, yeah, you know, we're trying to do our best trying to get everybody out of each other's throats because that'll get us into office. You know, and that's how shallow it is for some of these people. I mean, do you really think that voting is a thing? I just I don't really feel like it I guess like on a local level it does matter and I'm happy that we have DeSantis in Florida whatever he's fine it's probably better than most but better than the crack smoker that would have been in there otherwise I just feel like it just propagates this illusion that we need government in the first place like it's like yeah. people think that their solutions are going to be found in the ballot box but Majority of politicians are sociopaths or psychopaths, and they can't, um, even if there's somebody cool, like, I don't know, Thomas Massey or like Rand Paul or one yeah. of those guys, you know, there's only so far that they can go. Um, so I don't know. I, I mean, it just like you could think about how many years that people spend trying to get involved in politics. And if they took that same effort and energy and put it into building a business or building some kind of another solution, I just, I feel like it would stop people from thinking that the government is going to be like by changing the government, then everything is going to be better. And even that actually goes yeah. back to changing yourself a little bit, you yeah. know, um, putting up with annoying things. Like I'm really impatient and I want to kill people when I'm cranky. <laughs> and running around, but you know what? Like, I don't need to spread that misery around. So I have to like kind of calm, <laughs> calm myself <laughs> a little bit and, and try and put out a better vibe. So, yeah, I'm just trying to imagine what a angry, murderous Tatiana Moroz would be like, and then oh, I'm kind of scared. Right. <laughs> you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be. I, have a, I, have a, I have a Polish mother. She's very, very bitchy. Therefore I've learned the true method. <laughs> oh, she's okay um but just sometimes terrifying yeah i i got the worst of all worlds because i'm like half german a quarter scott and a quarter sicilian so <laughs> oh i'm a little sicilian myself oh. oh there you go yeah it's like uh yeah you'll get it one day when you're least expecting it <laughs> yeah well anyway so so the next few months is going to be pretty packed here um the new record i guess i'll be doing a music video i haven't done one of those like pretty much since a friend of mine did one for me 15 years ago. It was kind of like yeah. cheesy. I mean, it was still cool. The song was cool and like it was a valiant effort, but I think that the tech is a little bit better now. Uh, so it, it's nice to be focusing on music. Like I have my marketing company, Crypto Media Hub, and, you know, we're working on events here in Miami just because I got here. I'm working on a, you know, I've been working on this show pilot for a year called Bitcoin City. 
and hopefully we'll find the right distribution for it in the next couple of weeks because that would be a nice thing to be working on uh, yeah. and sharing with people. I Assuming hope you do too because I think the real solution lies in changing the culture. And that's going to mean yeah, movies, TV shows. Yeah. Well, that's where things like Web3 become really uh, neat, right? Because then you can yeah. kind of build an empire for yourself. Uh, right now we've got, um, so Tatiana Coin. Uh, was made with Counterparty, and we made it in 2014. So it was the first artist coin. And then when we made it, like we had to build some stuff. So now what we're doing is we're having it where people can log in on my site, and then they get exclusive content and special deals and different things like that. So yeah, um, it's a pretty rudimentary implementation, but that is the that that's the beginning, right? Because if they can be trading NFTs and getting their benefits directly from me then I'm not going to necessarily have to like kiss the uh, butt of the overlords of TikTok or whatever the next thing is, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to have to learn Mandarin. You know, I'm just saying. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe like for fun, you know, to make friends, <laughs> but not like, you know, because of the CCP invasion. Um, you know, <laughs> a lot of cool folks coming in from China. They're like, get me out of here. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, but, there, there's yeah, quite a bit actually. But do you ever think that maybe our perception of it is is at least a little bit um, unfairly skewed? You know, maybe maybe it's not so bad for some people there. I mean, you know what? Actually, you really just can't excuse all those people in those camps. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. thinking back. I can't imagine that there's really. I, I don't know. I'd be curious if people have anything like, um, you know, the flip side of of the the social credit score system. Because sometimes yeah. they'll show those interviews and people will say, oh, you know, this is great. It keeps everybody in line. And like the old people and the normies are happy. I'm not a fan of majority rule, but there's something to be said for their vote, so to speak, right? I mean, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and uh, Patrick McFarlane from uh, Liberty Weekly and the uh, Libertarian Institutes has been doing really good work on kind of exposing some of the lies that have been told about you know the Uyghur genocide camps and everything, and even oh, really? the, uh, the yeah. So it's it all comes from like Howard Zenz, and he's like this the terrible liar and everything. It's that yeah, there's I the history of uh, politically in history or, or Howard Zinn. Yeah, he's like a. Yeah. Uh, historical writer kind of activist vibes. Yeah. And then most of this, uh, like the propaganda against China comes from the Epoch times, which was uh, started by the new Tong dynasty, which is kind of like a cult a little bit. <laughs> so yeah, there's, there's some stuff going around and it, it's very reminiscent of, uh, early world war one propaganda where they were talking about German soldiers bayoneting babies and that stuff never happened. Sure. War is terrible. It's awful, but you don't have to like play it up. Uh, you know, and just a few weeks ago, I had a lawyer on that talked about, uh, the guy that was in charge of the Nexium cult, the FBI is trying to get him for child porn. And he's definitely uncovered that they tampered with evidence. You know, if the guy was Satan incarnate, you wouldn't have to make up a bunch of stuff. Yeah. I mean, there is a lot of dastardly stuff that goes on. Um, but I still don't think that China is that great. You know? No, no, no. It's I'm not saying it's like God's paradise on earth. You know, <laughs> so, uh, you know like, there were all these weird media outlets, like the Epoch Times. Like, where the effing hell did they come from, right? So I was doing Ron Paul stuff in 2012, and there were yeah. your designated news outlets, 
then it was like after Ron Paul, there were all these new people and there are all these activist people. And where the hell did they come from? Yeah. I'm not buying this. That's all I'm saying. Like some <laughs> of them just seem a little too like Trumpied out. Look, Trump, you know, he's got his pluses, his minuses. Um, but you know, then all of a sudden everybody kind of transitioned the love illusion, right? When you were being right. together the left and the right with Ron Paul, and then it became very divisive, but also very successful. Like all those yeah. weird channels and stuff. I mean, I guess it's probably propaganda on some level, I, I would assume, but it always just struck me as a little bit strange. Even some of the people that I like, just where, how, where did you come from? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, it was, it, it's kind of weird. Uh, it's like, I've been going back and watching that HBO series, uh, here come the anarchists. Mm-hmm. And it was like taking me back to like 2016. Or just the anarchists. It's called the anarchists. I don't think. Yeah, I think. It. Okay. Yeah. Something like that. But I was sitting there watching it and I was like, Oh man, this is like taking me back. <laughs> it was like well, just a trip back in time. I was like, oh, I remember when I was talking about this stuff too. Oh no. <laughs> Wait, did you go to Anarchapulco ever? No, I never went to Anarchapulco. I was like stuck working and everything. And I was like, and at the time I was like, Anarchapulco, isn't that like <laughs> cartel city? You know, pretty much. I mean, there was a lot of fun to be had there. I, I can't say that the organization was ever great. And like Berwick is always hit or miss. Or miss, or miss, or miss. <laughs> so, but in our folk always was kind of neat. Um, you know, it's always good to get together with with like minded individuals. Um, I just oh, yeah, like accountability in the community, and I guess I've just become a little bit frustrated by that. That being said, I've been enjoying the show. I didn't see this week's episode. My friend Dana Martin is in it. Shout out, woo, Dana. Yep. Um, yeah, I saw your picture on there. Carrie Wedler had a little feature, and then of course they went all over the Lily Forrester and John story. Well, yeah, I mean, that's that's definitely a, a big, you know, drama thing. I'm not so sure that they're really, truly representing anarchy as a, as a concept. It, it doesn't seem yeah. like they're, like, they want the juicy stuff. They don't want yeah. the philosophy, and they don't necessarily want people to subscribe to it at the end. That's what I want. I want people to watch a, a video content piece and say, yeah. I want to be like those guys. Yeah. Sorry, this dog is just <laughs> roaming around, and I was hey, not to- not the first time. Dogs, kids, everything is busted up into this show, so it's it's all yeah. Good. But ooh, is there ever one this cute? Okay, Misha, look at them. He looks so no, bad. That that's the cute. That's the cutest one so far. <laughs> Keep that title going, Misha. Yeah. So uh, for my five year uh, anniversary of the show, like my daughter was on here for like two hours. <laughs> just driving me up the wall. It was, it was great. <laughs> um, so what do you think happens to a dog if they eat a raisin box? A raisin box, like full of raisins yeah. or just the no, box no, itself? Exactly <laughs> <laughs> so, they're like, apparently raisins are dangerous and so are grapes. Like your dog will die if they <laughs> eat it. Yeah. Well, yeah I, not going to be good for them. I didn't mean to break character or anything, but then I was like, so wait, is my dog got like kill over because I didn't feel like stopping video just to check on him. But no, he seems alive so far. He seems very yeah, disappointed. It, 
yeah, human uh, humans and dogs have pretty similar digestive tracts. So if they get something in their system that doesn't agree, they'll just throw it up or they'll poop everywhere. One of the two. Well, they say that that, that um, like onions, garlic, and uh, but especially grapes are deadly. Grapes, just like that's it. yeah, it, it, yeah, they'd like have that. to be a, like a large quantity of them. Yeah, so. I don't know. I'm reading all about dogs now. Yep. Just like that, uh, you know the history of them and stuff like that. Yeah, 30,000 years ago, they were all wolves. Even little Misha. <laughs> yeah, I don't know yet. I I feel like the lady referenced that in the in the book, but I don't know what her conclusion was. I think, yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll come back to you. I'll let you know. So far, I'm trying to be the pack leader uh, in between, you know, uh, music. Yeah, stuff. definitely be the pack leader. <laughs> That's what I heard. Um, yeah, uh, so, I've had dogs um, all my lives, and it's... It, they they are the greatest thing ever. I'm so glad that they are man's best friend. So yeah, yeah. I was very uh, I was very anxious about getting a dog. I mean, that's actually sort of like related to love songs for idiots, right? Um, I, have you ever read about attachment theory? Attachment theory? No, uh, I I want to say it sounds familiar, but I don't think I've actually uh, studied it. So attachment theory, in my opinion, is is a really interesting um, relationship uh, analysis tool. And so what they did was there, it's like a study of, and they categorize people into ways that they match up with people. Right. So they took these babies and, you know, they would take the, the mom out of the room, they would bring her back in and some babies would be cool with it and they would be securely attached, which means that they had grown up with a sufficient amount of attention and care that if the mom leaves, they can sort of self-regulate. Right. Mm -hmm. Then you had people who are anxiously attached, which are people who later on in life will be like having problems with relationships. They'll have a lot of insecurity in the relationships. They may be clingy. They'll be very like highly sensitive. They'll maybe overthink the situation 50 million times. Some people are probably thinking like, yeah, that's me. So that's anxious. <laughs> and then there's avoidance, um, which is a, a good portion of the inspiration for uh, love songs, straight idiots or the avoidant types. Um, so those are people who um, either uh, for various different reasons, they, you know, in the baby experiment, when the mom would leave and they would come back, they would act like nothing happened or they would just act coolly distant. But in reaction, like when they were monitoring the baby's heartbeat, the baby was really pissed. So these are people who didn't mm. get enough love. And so they, they get kind of like distant or whatever. Um, and so they kind of put that thing there. And so I was always like, I'm in the anxious category. But you know what? When I was getting this doggy, I um, I really didn't want to get him. Like at the end, like when it came down to it. So I was like, oh, my God. Am I the dreaded worst, worst category, which is like anxious avoidant? So anxious yeah. avoidant, like they know that love is great, but they like get away from it because it's too complicated or whatever. And yeah. that, that was my relationship with my dog. Like I was like, why am I having a meltdown? It's just dogs. Like calm down so i think it's a i think it's a very good practice to relate to an animal um if you've had any kind of like traumatic stuff happen or just i don't know to be healthier and to have uh like a better reason to go outside every day you know because that's the other thing like you could become a cave creature if you don't have a reason to go out and if you work for yourself like i work for myself so i work right. from home and then i could be like oh why would i need to go anywhere i have a view of the outside that should be sufficient <laughs> so, <laughs> it's just not the same thing, Tatiana. Not the same thing. No, no, it's not. So, so now I've got the dog, and and uh, 
and yeah, working on the rest of it. Yep. So, it, you know, it's always fun. You got to take the dog out. You know, it's kind of fun watching them sniff everything. And, and as I said, not the first time people have busted up into the show. So this is Rosie. Hi, Rosie. See, everybody, we've got a lot of, a lot of blondie action today. Yes, yes. Yeah, she has blonde hair, blue eyed. Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, I thought you were going to bed. No. No? Okay. <laughs> no, you got to go to bed. It's to your bedtime. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, talk about attachment right here. It's like stuck to me like a barnacle. <laughs> well, um, I, I've, I've enjoyed seeing a lot of people turn into family now. You know, people are trying out some different kinds of uh, growing methods, like making, uh, making vegetable farms and stuff like that. Um, I'm kind of keen to to get some chickens, but like not chickens are fun. Taking care of them, you know what I mean. Like I want the benefits of the farm. I want zero of the responsibility. I realize that that is not a very um, independent woman thing to say, but I'm just looking to show up at the farm and kind of like glamping, but for farming. No. Yeah, it's farms where I show up and. The Glass of fresh milk to like, wait out the apocalypse, ma'am. Actually, they should call me Miss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you haven't uh, glommed on to the Southern ma'am every five minutes? I feel like ma'am is, is not a good indication. Doesn't that mean that you're like an old lady? <laughs> no, it's just short for madam. It's just being uh, respectful. That's all. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, it could be mademoiselle. <laughs> Yeah, there is that sometimes, but uh, every time I get called sir, it always kind of takes me back. I was like, no, that's for old people. And then I realize, then I realize I'm like 43. So, all right, you got to go now. Bye bye. No. Yep. So, one minute while I deal with this, uh, go ahead and tell them about your record. Sure, no worries. Um, so basically, yeah, if people are listening in, you're like, what is he doing now? Well, he's hiding his child. Um, and I'll tell you. So yeah, if you go to TatianaMorose.com, uh, you can get all the information. There'll be updates on there. And then people who are using Tatiana Coin in the next week or so should be able to um, to use it anytime they want in my site and get like access to secret content and stuff like that. Secret content's always kind of fun because that way it feels like you're part of the club that you've got the inside baseball. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I mean, the problem with that is then you have to kind of create secret content. But like I was looking through a That's lot of my it. old things and, you know, when I was younger and, and I would write songs, you know, you'd have that time where you could write a song and you can get feedback from your friends. When you get older, yeah. you don't have like a singer songwriter circle. You'd be like, hey man, check out this new riff, taste the riff I wrote. <laughs> you know? Um, I think that the idea of being able to um, share kind of early works with my fans in a way where I'm not getting in trouble with the music industry friends of mine who are helping with the record and saying like, you're not supposed to share this stuff until it's done. <laughs> I mean, there's something to be said for, you know, like the really big, uh, this is my presentation, yeah. this is art, right? But there's something really great about that creative process and I'd really like to be able to share that. And like, yeah. yeah, I guess I could do it on Patreon. But again, like, I'm just, I've been so turned off. 
by those kinds of platforms that I just can't do it. And then I just sound like a grouch and, and like a contrarian and like Daria or whatever, you know, that old cartoon yeah. angry and stuff. Old but cartoon. it's true. You know, I, I yeah. just, I don't want to play in a rigged game. So I'm, I'm making my own game. Yeah. That's, that's the name of the game. We're uh, trying to create a separate parallel economy to everything. Uh, so if you're doing your own stuff, you know, they can't take a part of it or shut it off when they uh, when they say oh well you have an opinion that we don't like yeah and patreon has done that before so definitely um but i mean people will be able to check out all that stuff on my site and then um they'll be able to buy the nfts so i kind of wanted to share with you and your audience about how we did them because i i thought that they're pretty neat the artwork anyway so um when i made tatiana coin um we had a company called tokenly which is like basically a web3 company which has a number of different products and one of the most recent products has been an ai tool i don't like ai things i don't trust them like eric uh what's that guy's name uh elon musk eh, yeah not, elon not musk um but what we did was we took this uh these photos that we did with a local miami photographer uh kiko ricotte i think i'm pronouncing it right um, and so we took these photos and then we put them into the AI <clears throat> and then we got a number of different images and then we sent them back to my graphic designer and then she did like an art meld. And so it was really neat because you worry that AI will replace any art and, um, it actually can be a tool for enhancement and it could speed up the yeah, artistic yeah. process. So it would almost be a little bit akin to uh, Photoshop. And so I never thought of it that way before. Yeah. So when we do the album launch itself, uh, by then all the tools will be ready for us to do a co co-creation with my fan base. So they'll basically use pixel mind and we each put in a prompt, almost like a Mad Libs or something. And then the AI oh, and then will it just fills it out. It. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out like, what's the best way of creating, you know, long-term value for, nfts but then also have something that the average person can get and then continue to engage with me right like i don't need to make yeah. millions of dollars off of people i just want people to care about what i'm doing and come back and feel like it's valuable to them um so i think it'll be neat and you know and now anybody can be an artist and um yeah. and to people collaborate with me i think that's pretty neat i don't know never did anything yeah. like that before and i'm always trying to kind of push the envelope i have a lot of pressure because i feel like you know, my first album cover I ever did, I did like five photo shoots and then I ended up with like a shoot in my bedroom, like in my pajamas. So go figure. Um, and then the next album, you know, was the big flag and all drawn on me, you know, draped yeah. and super dramatic. Then the third album cover with, uh, with um, artwork by Ross Ulbricht that he created in prison as a birthday present. I used it as a talking point. So. This time around, I'm doing AIR. I feel like kind of proud that uh, I'm getting to do this neat stuff every time. You know, it's not so yeah. easy to do music because you have to pay the bills, and usually music isn't the thing that pays the bills. But Very true. <laughs> you know, as I as I reflect on my accomplishments, I'm I'm proud of the different neat stuff that I've been able to do, even with those limitations. And hopefully, with you know, Tokenly and Pixel Mind and all this stuff that I'm working on, it could open up new opportunities for other artists in the future. Yeah. And that stuff is getting, uh, is getting really good. I remember uh, a few weeks ago, somebody had, uh, posted a, uh, a thing where you just type in kind of like Mad Libs and, uh, this AI would generate an image based off of that. And the ones I've been seeing like the last couple of days, they've been like 
almost looks like somebody had gone and taken a picture of it. So it's pretty, pretty impressive stuff. And yeah, at the same time, I'm, I'm like following it back in the, in my uh, black pilled brain going, and this is how they're going to send me to prison forever. <laughs> Wait, why would they send you to prison? Oh, just like deep fakes. It was like, okay, yeah, we have you on camera robbing this bank. You know, we definitely know it's you. Oh. And then just create a whole bunch of evidence and everything. <laughs> I mean, not to be dismissive, but do you ever think to yourself, like, maybe I am being paranoid? That I mean, there's always that. There's always that. Uh, it's I like, you can't see it. But, there's a but lot the, of things to be concerned about, but sometimes it's like you don't even enjoy your life by worrying about it. Yeah. I really thought the serum was going to open a portal. Like, come on. <laughs> Like I, I literally, like I was watching, I thought that they were gonna scream, like ah, go like, get sucked back, and then you would go, Shh, we'll be back to you in twenty minutes, you know, <laughs> and and like maybe like I would see like a tidal wave. Nothing like that happened, so I got all worked up over nothing. I'm just saying, like we gotta, yeah, maybe chill out a little bit because there's something to be said for bringing those things to pass by having that negative mindset and assuming like yeah, very true. Know, Seriously, like concern Armageddon, but now I'm thinking, I gotta tone it down, keep it up. Right. Yeah, and uh, I kind of take the uh, the kind of the funny approach to it. It's like even if Armageddon happens, there's like nothing I can do to stop it. So you just have to have fun with it when it happens. That's it. Um, <laughs> is there nothing that we can do? Maybe just me like as that. the individual. I can't individually stop it. Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah. but look, so, you know, like all of our our efforts, little. Uh, there's an old song um, from Little Things, Big Things Come. Yep. And it's a really great song about the Aborigines in Australia and how they basically fought back against the system. And I don't know this story as well as I should, but everybody should check it out. It's a folk singer. And, and it's every time I hear the song, it like really uh, chokes me up. So, yeah. Well, if anything can't prove that uh, many hands make light work and everything, we can uh, definitely just look at the state of Florida. I mean, you had a, a few people over there just not doing what everyone else was doing. And, you know, you guys don't have mass mandates. You know, you came out of the government response to, to COVID pretty unscathed. I mean, there was still some issues and everything. And then now it's it's to the point where people are wearing masks if they want to. They're not made to. You know, I even see it over here in Louisiana. There's still a portion of the population that still wear it. And you're just like walking around. You're like, really? It's two years. Why are you still doing this? But at the same time, well, I'm not going to get mad at them. Want to, right? I mean, that's yeah. up to them. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. There's like several times I've been like uh, about ready to say something. And then I was like, you know what? That They're living their own life. Just let them. <laughs> yeah. Because but, everybody's stressed out right now. Like you're not helping. By like pointing it out to them that they're being like that you don't agree with their decision, just leave them alone. Hopefully, people will come back to themselves. I I, I do find it mystifying some of the decisions people make, but that's up yeah. to them, right? Yeah, I mean, and both of us are students of uh, Ludwig von Mises, and it was like people act, and sometimes they act irrationally, and it's like nothing but the last two years have definitely proved that true. So, yeah, well, I, I'm I'm hopeful nonetheless. Not because yeah. of the elections, but because my album's coming out and people should buy it. Definitely. Buy two of them. Give some to your friends. Buy a whole bunch of them. Give them out at Christmas. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to make like a, like a CD printing this time. Uh, there's there's these NFT cards that we're playing with where you can kind of like put the artwork on the card. And I guess it kind of works like a credit card. I don't even understand what it is. So I'm drowning in things. <laughs> 
drowning in technical specifications. That's what it is. Not even that. It's just that like I'm really working on quite a lot of like quite a lot of uh, activities at the moment. You know, between moving and doing different shows and producing this event and trying to bring people together. And I don't know. There's just a lot happening. And also personal development. Got to work on that. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, so that's uh, definitely one thing you and Carrie Widler both have in common. It's like, yeah, I, I could be out there and be mad and angry and get all the views to my videos because people like to see me when I'm angry, but I don't really like being that way all the time. So. I mean, I feel like I would do really well if I was ranting and like telling people off. I have a lot of, um, I feel like, good insights into what's been going on. And I feel like there should be a website called TatianaWasRight.com. I actually own the URL, but I haven't built it out yet. <laughs> So one so day this is I'll where write you get on to TikTok and then you do all, all those. Criminals. And it's going to be like, boom, called it, called it, called it. But that's the thing. Like, as you get older, you realize that you don't actually get a prize for calling it. So nope. there goes that plan. Oh, well. Yeah. There's yeah. There's definitely it. been a, a few times where I've like, oh, I'm going to say, I told you so. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. And then you have to pull yourself back and you're like, no, that's not what that person needs right now. Yeah. <laughs> they well, they need a friend. Sometimes. You know, yeah. then right. I don't know. I mean, it's good to be right about certain things and tell people if it's like helpful. But sometimes people are just telling people because they want to show how smart they are. It's like, shut up. <laughs> and uh, our little movement is definitely filled with those type of people, too. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's humanity for you. God, yeah. God bless you. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it's always kind of fun uh, watching us little fish in the giant pond kind of swim around and knock into each other every now and then. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully there'll be some some events happening locally. I'm not really sure about any travel plans, but um, I'll certainly be posting it around for folks. So that'll be fun. <laughs> Sorry, she was just coming in to get one more hug before going back to bed. Yeah, that's how it goes. The kiddos, they need, they need their attention. Now give it up. Yes. So for anyone out there wanting kids, just remember, <laughs> it's 24-hour-a-day job. <laughs> no breaks. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, we want to keep up the population. So, you know, don't, don't give them all these kind of, like, negative information. <laughs> like, it's awesome. Totally easy. No problem. We definitely hey, don't themselves. Barely. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and I adopted both of my kids out of the uh, the foster care system, so oh, there's wow. literally no excuse for you for you libertarians and anarchists out there to go into the system and rescue some kids. So I definitely wish more people would do it. Yeah, me too. But not for the faint of heart. I I, yeah. I want to keep all the weaklings out there. Just say okay, I, that, that's too far beyond me. But uh, those that can definitely do. Hmm. Okay, cool. So is there anything else that we should be talking about tonight before the end of the show? Uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe we can have a little bit of fun here. I had some uh, crackpot alerts this week because people are out there being crazy. And uh, so let me see if I can find a couple here and maybe get, uh, get your response to some of those. Uh, I'm going to do live show prep. I should have pulled this up before we even started, but that's how I roll. Let's see. Got to go search for my tag. But yeah, the, I've had some uh, people get up there and um, start uh, simping for war in uh, over China for Taiwan and everything. And it's uh, just really kind of sad. And I was like, where is Code Pink when all this is going on? They have been oddly silent. 
still searching, still searching. Yeah, Sorry, last please. time I heard of that organization, I think that they were doing some some stuff in Palestine. A friend of mine had gone with them. Yeah, that that was another big news today. Uh, Joe Biden uh, uh, gave Saudi Arabia some uh, Patriot missiles to uh, further bomb Yemen. You know, because that, that's always fun. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I think I found this one right here, and this one one is from uh, from from Brandon himself. Let's see. Uh, yeah, on Saturday, at my direction, the United States successfully conducted an airstrike in Kabul, Afghanistan, that killed the Emir of Al-Qaeda, Ayman al-Zawahiri. Justice has been delivered. And of course, I had to respond to the social media goon, because this is how I start every response to Joe Biden. To the social media goon who actually wrote this, quit your job. Warmongers have no place in a polite society. Go away and leave us in peace. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I, I really dislike people and then angela bel camino the one that's like been simping for joe biden she was down in the comments and got ratioed of course which is terrible. Oh, i don't know Resil anything about that i mean like seriously not for nothing but like who cares <laughs> yeah like, this is what i'm saying like people are living in fucking twitter excuse my language but like who gives a crap what these people are tweeting about like you need to just stop all of us because it's not doing anything you know yeah, i get it, it's not so like have like an outlet but it's an illusion that outlet is like not getting us anywhere like, do you yeah. think that anybody really cared? Like that, even if you were right, what you wrote, like, did anybody change their mind? Because I wrote some insightful comment. Like everybody's living in this dream world where it's just like, wah, 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 wah. like, this is like nonsense. I don't know. I, I feel like after so many years in politics, like I literally just don't even want to know. Like, I want to know if there's like a, you know, a, a nuke coming my way. But as, as I'm trying really hard not to be participating in, in, like the Twitter stuff. I just don't see yeah. how it's good. You know? Yeah, no, it's, it's not good. It's like most of my time I'm like on there with my friends and I'm like trying to cut jokes and everything, just trying to make their day a little bit better. Uh, yeah. and then I'll go after, go after the blue checks. But, uh, yeah, I can think of maybe three people. I've actually changed my mind, changed their mind on stuff on Twitter. Three. Yeah. And think about the ROI on how much effort you put into it. So all I'm saying is everybody get off Twitter, but if you're on Twitter, follow me at Queen Tatiana. Play. And, and buy several of her albums and give them away as Christmas presents. Yes. Christmas is coming. <laughs> Definitely. All right. Um, I think that will do it for this time. Uh, Tatiana, it's always great having you on the show. Uh, we'll definitely have to have back on uh, sometime, maybe at the, the next record release. Yeah, you know, you gotta keep going great. with it. You got to look me up if you come down to Florida. So people are Definitely. coming down Next. to Florida. They want to co-do an event or something like that. Definitely reach out. <laughs> yeah, uh, Florida is on my mind uh, a lot recently because I, I was like, I want to go over there and party every summer because it's just um, a really happening place. So yeah, I'm not looking to party. I'm going to bed like in five minutes. So that's good. <laughs> I All right, talk to you. I literally go to bed at eight o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey that's that's uh, fine you're a busy lady you got a lot of stuff to do during the day so well you know what 4 a.m that's my that's peak tatiana time so you get like all the the good stuff <laughs> i'll have to hit you up at 4 a.m one of these mornings oh, it's like hey tatiana good morning actually, no, the, the reason why i like it is because nobody can bother me that's like what makes that such a secret time so if you feel like you're overwhelmed by the world just go start going to bed at eight o'clock you don't deal with anybody so then I see yeah that's right yeah and i'm like oh so rude so late, like six thirty. <laughs> oh my god! And I'm winding down. Like, anyway. Yeah. 
right. Yeah, at 43 years old, my, my idea of partying is like, have a drink and smoke a cigar and then go to bed. Oh, well, uh, I know. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm hoping to screw things up over the upcoming months and, and get a little bit more energy back. I had a lot of energy taken away. I'm re reinvigorating. So, um, Well, you got a dog now, so you have a place to focus show. that energy. Yeah, I do. I have a home. I'm very, very homey you now. Um, so thanks very much, everybody. Once again, you can go to TatianaMorose.com and yep. you can pre-save uh, the album Love Songs for Idiots. Uh, I really like it if everybody, you know, support it if they like it. I mean, if they don't like it, they don't have to support it. Say this sucks. But don't tell people. If you like it, tell people. If you don't like it, just like, you know, keep that to Yeah, just to keep that to yourself. <laughs> yeah. Polite, all right? So there it is. TatianaMorose.com. Go find her. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> all right. See ya. All right, and there she goes, folks. Tatiana Morose, definitely hit her up. Uh, I'm going to have uh, all the show notes and everything down there so you don't get to go uh, everywhere because she's got her link tree down there as well. So anyways, guys, this was a pretty fun episode. We'll come at you next time with a brand new episode of Rebel With A Cause. Ouch.